Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about State of Origin 2. State of Origin 1 was big. State of Origin 2 is going to be even bigger. Can New South Wales get the win over Queensland in Game 2 of this State of Origin match? But before we get started, before we do this preview, let's read out the lineups for Game 2. For the New South Wales Blues, we have James Tedesco at fullback, Brian Toto and Daniel Tupo on the wings, Matt Burton and Stefan Crichton in the centres, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary in the halves, Payne Haas and Jake Trevojevic in the front row with Abby Corusau at nine, Cam Murray and Liam Martin in the back row, Isaiah Yo at lock, and then we have Damian Cook, Angus Crichton, Junior Paulo, and COC for Talakai on the bench. For the Queensland Maroons, we have KP at fullback, Selwyn Cobbo and Murray Tal Lungi on the wings, Valentine Holmes and Dane Gagai in the centres, Cameron Munster and Daly Cherry Evans in the halves, Lindsay Collins and Josh Papali'i up front with Ben Hunt at nine. Kurt Capewell and Felice Kafusi in the back row with Tino Fasulamola Aoi at lock. Harry Grant, Jai Arrow, Patrick Carrigan and Jeremiah Nanai on the bench for the Queensland Maroons. Two stacked lineups there. Let's go through some of the main points of this game. Now for New South Wales, I understand and I can see that it's a much more balanced team. The outs for New South Wales obviously being Jack White and Katoni Staggs, Regan Campbell-Gillard, Ryan Madison and Tarek Sim. They've really replaced those guys quite well, especially with the likes of Matt Burton, Jake Trevojevic, and Angus Crichton coming into the mix. I think that it helps New South Wales a lot, especially defensively. You look at Jake Trevojevic, his tackling technique, probably one of the best in the game. I think defensively that shores up the middle for the New South Wales Blues. Looking at this side, it's also very Penrith-based. It's also very Penrith-dominant. You look at the Penrith side from last year, you look at this side, they've got Brian Toto, Matt Burton, Stefan Crichton in the back line. They've got Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary in the halves. They've got Api Corusau at nine. They've got Liam Martin and Isaiah Yo in the side as well. That's around about eight out of 13 players in the starting side being from the Penrith Panthers side last season and even this season as well. That is crazy. People also forget COC Vitalikai was in the Penrith system as well before obviously going to South and to the Cronulla Sharks. So for me, I think Freddie's looking for a more winning sort of side, getting a winning side in their structure, pretty much their entire, nearly their entire spine uh, into this side to bring the side a bit of a winning culture. As for Queensland, it's much of the same other than Murray Talungi on the wing. Now, this is where this is what really got me for New South Wales. I said in a previous podcast that if they were to go with Murray Talungi, they should probably go for someone like Josh Carr on that other wing for Daniel Tupo, just from a tactical standpoint, speed and X factor, rather than going for Daniel Tupo, who is tactically more suited to players like Corey Oates or Xavier Coates. But then again, it'd be almost impossible to drop Daniel Tupo after the performance that he had in game one. So we can see why Daniel Tupo is in that starting side for the New South Wales Blues. I'm actually really excited for this game. I am absolutely pumped for Origin 2. Hopefully New South Wales can get the win here. Hopefully Queensland don't get in our heads again and uh, you know Cameron Munster just has an absolute blinder like he did the previous time. 
One thing I definitely noticed about Queensland as well was the speed of their line. The, their line speed was really, really quick, and they got right in our faces at every moment of that game. It made it pretty much impossible for guys like Nathan Cleary, Jerome Luai, James Tedesco to do what they do because they didn't have any room to work with, and that was purely because Queensland were coming up in their face and preventing any of the plays that New South Wales had to get into shape which also meant come time for those players to come into fruition, especially passing to Katoni Staggs. This is why I thought it was a bit harsh that he was dropped. Coming to pass to Katoni Staggs, risk re-watching their game, um, he was quite isolated because they were coming up right in his face. He'd still get the ball and he'd, he'd have no room to work with and he would just get absolutely smashed nearly every single time. I think it's going to be much of the same come to game two. So I think New South Wales really need to play to their strengths. Keep it simple, maybe one or maybe one, two passes. And also in saying that, get into their face. Get New South Wales line speed a bit faster as well, faster off the line. Put a bit of pressure on Queensland. Force guys like Cameron Munster, force guys like Daly Cherry Evans to make mistakes. And I think that's going to become a lot easier having guys like Jake Trevojevic in the side whose defense is so good and so imperative to that manly system. And he comes into that New South Wales side, which he does an incredible job pretty much every year. I think him coming in will give New South Wales a lot of confidence in defense. New South Wales need to rush up, put the pressure on Queensland early. I think that's what gets New South Wales on the front foot, winning the ruck, Fast play the balls, getting in Queensland's face, putting the pressure on. I also think that Cameron Munster, Daly Cherry Evans, even Ben Hunt, the kicking game was just spot on from Queensland. I think New South Wales, I think Nathan Cleary, Jerome Luai uh, can learn some things from that. Kick early. If you're on the front foot, come third or fourth tackle. Put a kick early, kick it deep, kick it into some corners. Put a lot of pressure on Selwyn Cobbo, who is new to this arena as well. Put the pressure on him. Kick to his corner on third or fourth tackle. Deep. Nathan Cleary can definitely do that. And put the pressure on him. Rush up early. Early kicks and kick chase, I reckon, is going to be big for New South Wales. So the kicking game and the fast line speed, I think, is something that New South Wales definitely need to improve on if they are to eventually win that game in game two. And lead on to a decider. I bloody hope it goes that way. I hope New South Wales can get the win in Perth. We haven't actually lost in Perth yet, so hopefully that doesn't change come game two, come Sunday. And speaking of the kicking game as well, we need to watch for when Cherry Evans and Ben Hunt are going to kick early because Ben Hunt, he's very confident to kick out of dummy half. We saw he did it, I think, twice in game one. And Daly Cherry Evans loves to stab a 40-20 as well. So if he can get the pressure on them early as well, then they'll have less confidence to do those sort of plays and make those sort of plays and then keep New South Wales on the front foot. I think if Queensland do everything that they did in game one and at the end of the day, if New South Wales don't improve and don't get up in their face and don't put the kicking pressure on Queensland, then I think Queensland do win. But I think that if New South Wales can get up in their face, kick on third or fourth tackle deep into self on Cobo's corner and put the pressure on him, then I think that New South Wales can win this game. Realistically, New South Wales should win this game in Perth. And in saying all of this, New South Wales need to up the aggression that they had in game one. I think that they can take their aggression to a new level. If they get on the front foot, if they get some confidence, up the aggression as well, that will really put Queensland in their place, especially with those early kicks. And that's the key to New South Wales winning this game. Early kicks are high aggression, high intensity, 
Fast line speed. That's what's going to win New South Wales this game. Getting on the front foot early and staying in the contest. Now, we already know what Queensland are going to do because we've seen what Queensland have done. They've got a very, very similar side other than one winger to what they had in game one. So I think it's going to be a very similar game plan going into game two for Billy Slater and those Queensland Maroons. But for New South Wales, Matt Burton is going to be huge. Matt Burton is going to be a big factor to their success. If they can get Matt Burton some early ball or maybe fourth tackle, look like they're spreading the ball and then he puts up one of those absolute perler of a bombs. Talking about putting the pressure on, Queensland will be shook. Those bombs are scary as. We've heard eyewitness accounts of how scary those bombs are. We've seen it on TV. The ball goes missing for about five seconds before it comes down. On fourth tackle, as I said, if they're on the front foot, look as though they're spreading the ball. Jerome Luai gives an early ball to Matt Burton. Give him a bit of space. Give him a bit of time. He maybe gets back a bit on that set. Maybe stands back a bit out of the way of the defense. Puts up a perler, a perler of a bomb. Maybe if they're on their 40 to 30 meter line. Goodbye, Queensland. A Matt Burton bomb would make my night, would make my night. I think they are going to heavily use Matt Burton. I think that's why he's in this lineup, not only for the Penrith combinations, but also purely because of that bomb, purely because of the kicking game, and purely because he becomes another option. We saw on last tackle, and this was purely because we weren't on the front foot and we were a bit shook after the Queensland put on an absolute blinder of a game. We didn't know what to do on last tackle. Cleary didn't want the ball. Luai didn't want the ball. Cook didn't want the ball. And it led to a pretty disappointing last 20 minutes or so of that game. So I think Burton's going to be massive. And if he has a really good game here, I reckon that Stefan Crichton might be the one that gets replaced for Latrell Mitchell when Latrell Mitchell comes back in game three. But as I said, this game is going to be huge. Now, as we were talking about before, obviously the Josh Carr thing, a bit disappointed that he wasn't picked in this side, especially since Murray Talungi was picked. In my opinion, personally, I think the tactical workings of that one was more in Josh Carr's favor, especially with Murray Talungi being picked. As I said, Corey Oates and those long ranger wingers like Xavier Coates are more suited tactically to Daniel Tupo. Uh, and what I mean by that is Daniel Tupo is a tactical choice for ready in game one, as I keep saying. But Joshua Carr isn't the only one I'm disappointed that didn't get picked. I'm also disappointed in a pick that did happen, uh, which was Damian Cook at 14. I don't know how this one's going to work. It's a bit similar. wouldn't say it's similar because it's two different positions, but I find it a bit similar to the Stefan Crichton situation, obviously putting Stefan Crichton at 14. Realistically, Damian Cook can only really play in the dummy half role. I don't see him coming on to play roaming lock. I don't see him coming on to play in the halves. I don't see him coming on to play in the backs. So I'm really, really confused at that one. Really confused. Although I'm sure he'll have a big impact coming off the bench in that dummy half role, maybe when the forwards are tired and the ruck's moving a bit slow off for Queensland. I just don't think that it's a worthwhile 14 pick. Personally, personally, I would have gone for Nico Hines. If that means that Damien Cook is dropped from this side, as hectic as that is for a South Sydney fan myself to be saying, I wouldn't be too distraught, especially when you've got a guy like Nico Hines who can play multiple positions, multiple positions, and we've seen it when he was over at Melbourne for this New South Wales Blues side and have a real impact in the middle of the field. I just don't see Damien Cook having an effect 
anywhere other than in the nine jersey. So a bit of an interesting one there. Damien Cook at 14. Hopefully I'm wrong and it works out really nicely, but I just don't see Damien Cook as a 14. He's an 80-minute hooker. It's a bit strange that he has been put to that 14 jersey. Not really a fan of it myself. I like Apicorosau at nine. As I said, Penrith spine, Penrith combinations. It's going to work out really well for New South Wales, hopefully. But Damien Cook to 14, I'm not sure if it's worth it. I'm not sure if it's worth it for Damien Cook. I'm not sure it's worth it for the New South Wales Blues. I would be giving that spot to someone like Nico Hines, who realistically will be doing more for you as a 14. So taking all these numbers, taking all these facts into account, I am picking my New South Wales Blues here. I'm picking this one to be 1-12. to Scoreline... I'm going for a 13-12 scoreline. I reckon it's a one-point game, and that would be a hectic prediction to go through, but I am going to pick a one-point game. I'm going to pick this one to be 13-12. Anytime try scorers for me, I am going to go ahead and pick Matt Burton to go over for a try. I'm going to pick Nathan Cleary to go over, and I'm going to pick Junior Paulo off the bench to go over for a try as well. And then for the Queensland Maroons, I'm going to go for Murray Talongi to go over in his debut. I'm going to pick Cameron Munster to go over. A bit of easy money there. And then a bit of a smoky. I'm going to go for Big Tino for Sulamala Aoi to go over for a try as well for the Queensland Maroons. Man of the match prediction. My man of the match for this one will be Nathan Cleary. I reckon he has a big bounce back Origin 2 game and he gets New South Wales on the front foot in this one. So Nathan Cleary, my obvious choice there for me man of the match. I reckon he has a huge impact in this game. I love me Origin football. Can't wait for this Origin 2 doubleheader, hopefully leading to a decider. Well,